Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the BISP podcast. Last time we were joined with Armon, a student athlete, and he talked us through the process and applications to universities in the US with a sport. But today we're joined by Jackie Brelsford, a counsellor and subject selection helper in BISP. Good morning, Jackie. Good uh, could morning. you please introduce yourself? Yes, hi. So yes, I'm Jackie Brelsford. I'm one of the counsellors at school. Um, my role used to be solely university counselling um, and now I do some social emotional counselling at the same time. But yes, one of my um, roles is, what did you call me? A subject selection, selection helper. helper. I like that. <laughs> I make that into a t-shirt or something. <laughs> yeah. So um, we have two main exam um well exams exam courses in this school one is igcse at the year 10 and 11 level and one is the ib diploma at the year 12 and 13 level and um, you give a lot of counseling on how to decide how students select their subject choices could you just give us a brief overview of what the igcse course consists of yes so as you said igcse is a program that is taken, a curriculum out of the UK that is taken in years 10 and 11. In some subjects, it starts in year nine. Um, and students choose their subjects in year nine. They can take up to 11 IGCSE exams um, or subjects at our school. Um, they ha you have to do English, you have to do maths, you have to do a form of science. You can either take the three sciences separately or you can do coordinated science. The three sciences, biochemistry and physics, you would get a grade in each of those. Um, or the coordinated science, you would get two grades um, in science. Then you get to choose um, with a, a few other subjects. So you can take global perspectives or an extra study, um, study session. Global perspectives is a really cool class that kind of is discusses all the big issues going on in the world, um, like war or the environment or gender equality. And then there are a few more traditional classes that you can choose between um, history, geography, business, design, technology, art, music, and theatre. And so you have two um, uh, class blocks that you can choose between. So after you've chosen your English, your maths, your science, then you get to choose um, two, and then you get to choose whether you do global perspectives or not. Okay. And that finishes with the final IGCS exams in May, right? After two years. Yeah, in May of your year 11, um, you complete them. It's a pretty long few weeks of exams. Yes, and you I can to, relate to that. Yeah, you've just been through them. Yeah, yes. so, um, yeah. I think I also forgot to say that you take a foreign language too. So yes. you take yeah. Spanish or French or Thai or Mandarin. Yeah. yeah, the IGCSE is a great overall course. You know, it gives you a lot of skill set and many different subjects and it's not quite to the extreme level though that you have to forget about all your extracurriculars or sports you know there's plenty of time to do both and I actually think it can give you a nice break from the classroom and you know take your mind away from that which can actually help you focus and you know gain more success in your subjects so your extracurriculars can do that is yes that what you're saying? Yeah. or um, extra yeah, sporting curriculars yeah absolutely it's important to have a balance of both yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And once um, students in the IGCSE have taken their final exams and they choose to stay on at BISP, then we offer the IB course. Could you just run us through that briefly? 
Yeah, so the IB, the International Baccalaureate, um, is a is a globally recognized, um, you know, lots of schools around the world um, do the IB. Um, it's very rigorous. It's very highly considered. Yeah. Um, you can do the IB diploma or IB courses. And the IB diploma, which is what the majority of our students do, you have to take six subjects um, and then you have to do TOK, which is theory of knowledge, which your dad teaches, so you yes. know all about. <laughs> Um, the EE, which is um, the extended essay, which is a 4,000 word research paper on a subject of your choice. And then in order to pass the diploma and to also graduate from BISP, it's a requirement for both. You have to do CAS, which is creativity, action and service. And mm-hmm. so actually when you were talking about taking activities at IGCSE, it's actually yeah. a really good time to start some of those activities that you can then continue into the IB for your yes. CAS. Um, yeah, and so the subjects that you take, there are six groups, um, English, uh, maths, a language, sciences, humanities, and then the arts. Yeah. And you must take a, a subject from each of those groups, um, except group six in the arts. If you don't take an art, you can take another subject from um, either the humanities or the sciences, but you have to take six subjects. If you do the IB courses, you have to take up to five subjects because you have mm-hmm. to be enrolled in five subjects to be a student at BISP. And you can take them, um, any combination of those five. Um, but again, in order to meet the graduation requirements, requirements, you will have to have English and maths in that. Mm-hmm. But your other three could probably be something else. Um, and then within all of that, whether you're doing courses or the diploma, you can choose to do it at higher level or standard level. Mm -hmm. So higher level goes into three subjects um, in more detail. You have an extra hour a week of that subject. um, And then you have three at standard level. Um, And so when you're meeting with us to choose your subjects, you'll choose your six subjects and then you'll choose which you'll do at higher level and which you'll do at standard level. Okay. Um, I'd like to ask you, a lot of previous friends of mine who I was with in the IGCSC course they left for other schools because, you know, they just said that IB was too much. There was two extra things and they just wanted to narrow down. Mm-hmm. What would your advice be to somebody who is maybe an all-rounder or a, you know, wanting to focus in? Is it worth doing the IB if we know exactly what we want to do after school? That's a really good question and you're right. It is something that a lot of students and families um, discuss. As with any curriculum, whether you're doing IB or A-level or the you know, French baccalaureate or the German abattoir, it, it's really about what's right for that student. So if you have a choice, which many of our, our students and families do, yes, you need to consider what is right for you. And so if you know 100% you just want to be, I don't know, a doctor, for example, and you yeah. want to study in England, yeah. then then maybe taking you know three or four A-levels just in the sciences is the right choice for you. The IB is rigorous. It is a lot. And it, you know, um, Mr. Meredith always jokes that the IB stands for I'm busy because (laughs) throughout year 12 and 13, you're busy, right? And it's tough. And there will come a moment in year 13 when for every student, I've never seen a student really swim through it calmly. It feels really, it feels a lot. Um, but students make it through and the skills that they learn from juggling that, you know, their yes. resilience, their time management, um, organization, um, being able to ask for help, uh, being um, able to stick to deadlines. Like those yeah. are such crucial skills mm-hmm. that, 
you know, over and above all of the knowledge that you're gaining from the IB, I think the Mm. IB really teaches you those other skills. And a lot of the time, in fact, I would say the majority of the time, our IB students who go off to university are so prepared that actually their first year of university is not usually easy, but they feel more prepared from it usually sometimes. I don't want to do mass generalization, but a lot of the time feel, you know, very prepared for their first year. They know how to write an essay um, and they they know how to juggle all of the different demands that the university will bring. Yeah. And in my experience in my first year of IB, I find that it really teaches you discipline because, you know, it's two years of, you know, intense workload. They're just firing at you, you know, loads of deadlines, which, you know, you're not going to be able to rely solely on motivation. So when it's not there anymore, then you have to rely on discipline, which is really, I think, what gets you through and makes you so prepared for university and getting a job. You know, it's it's a lesson for life, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, most jobs will have deadlines. You know, there are certain things that I have to do in my job here yeah. at a certain date. And so, you're yeah, you're learning those skills. And when you're in the thick of it, in the thick of the IB, it feels all-consuming. Yes. But by the time you get to May and your exams are over, you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And so, <laughs> you know, and I'll, I'm sure I'll yeah. be having this conversation with you and your classmates in a few months. And, um, you know, you just got to stick it out. But usually students reflect and they go, oh, okay. That wasn't, it's only like a month or two that are really crazy. Right. And then, and then after that, you, the skills that you've learned, I think, outweigh sort of that stress of that time right yeah um moving on um when we're in the process of going into the IGCSE course or the IB course how do we even begin to consider the subjects we'd like to take yeah so this is something we've actually put quite a lot of emphasis on at BISP um with the year nines was where we start for IGCSE so part of my new role this year is to work more with the year nines and also with the year 11s in the lead up to the meetings that they have with the counselors in order to choose their subjects. So with the year nines, there was a period of time last term where I met with them all every Monday mm-hmm. and I introduced them to Unifrog, which is our amazing um, university platform where there's lots of information there about researching careers and subjects. Um, so I introduced them to that and then they, so they can start to, they do an interest profiler, they can do a personality test, and that sort of gives suggestions about what they might want to do. So right. um, they had a great time looking at, oh, how much money does a, a landscape gardener, <laughs> you know, make? Or, yeah. you know, a um, performance artist might not make that much money, or a dentist makes more money in America than it does in England. You know, they look at all of that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. Um, and it's, a lot of them tend to go straight to the money, but it's also there mm-hmm. about, you know, if you take um, art, DT and maths, you know, what subjects, what uh, subjects at university might be good for those those classes yeah. and then what careers might be might be an option, uh, might be an option. And in year nine, you're not supposed to know exactly what you want to do with your future. But Unifrog's a, a fun way to play around and sort of maybe be introduced to things you hadn't thought of before. So we do a little bit of that. The year 12s speak to them. Year 12s? I think so. Or the year 11s. Mm-hmm. Um, the older students talk to the year nines about their experience taking the, the IGCSE subjects. Yeah. Um, and that's a really cool experience in students you know help showing students or explaining to students um in their own language and in their own way 
um, what each of the subjects entails. Mm-hmm. Then um, the parents are informed too. And so we're, it's encouraged that families have conversations about it together. And then that sort of all culminates in a conversation with one of the university counselors about your subjects. And so you have to take English, you have to take maths, um, you have to take a language. And all of those three, you're probably already on that path in year nine. Mm-hmm. And then you choose in your sciences. So depending on what you want to do, if you, if you really enjoy the sciences or if you want to go into something in the science area or if you want to take the most rigorous package, then you might do all three of the sciences um, right. as separate subjects or coordinated science might be a better option for you. And so that's something we can discuss. Um, and then you get to choose. So you can choose you know, business, DT, history or geography in one block. And then art, drama, music, computer science, and business in another block, and PE mm-hmm. in another block. And so um, think about the subjects that you like. Yeah. Think about what you potentially want to do in the future. And again, you're not expected to know it all, but you might have an inkling one way or the other. Talk to your teachers. Your teachers are the most important people because they know what you're like as a student in that subject. They also know if it's a subject you haven't taken before, for example, business is new in year 10, um, then go and talk to a business teacher, ask them what it's like. Um, And so that's sort of the way to start with the year nines. yeah we we do a lot of lead up we get them introduced to all of these potential university subjects career choices the older students talk to them about it then we encourage them to have conversations with their family and their teachers and then they end up in a conversation with the university counselors where they make that choice right so that's for igcse yes and then for ib um it's a similar process so we've been meeting with the year 11s um in fact just now in tutor time i was um with one of the tutor groups just reminding them about their subject choices and telling them that from next week we'll be meeting with them Mm -hmm. and it's a similar kind of thing we would encourage them to think about what they like um think about their potential university interests by the time you get to ib it becomes a little bit more important about what you actually take because the ib subjects can be required for university subjects so if you know for example you want to be a doctor then you really need to take biology and chemistry there's not really any negotiation around that yeah if you want to do engineering or computer science most likely you need to take higher level maths um, and so those are the sort of things you would need to think about a little bit more seriously at IB than you had at IG. Then again, talk to your teachers, talk to the ones, you, you know, talk to the teachers you already have, and then talk to the teachers of the subjects that are new. So at IB, mm-hmm. they take, you can take economics and psychology um, and environmental systems and society for the first time. Um, The IB is considered a two-year program. So in theory, you could start any new subject in IB. Um, And so, yeah, once you've sort of gathered all your information, again, you'll have a a longer meeting now with the university counselor. The year nine meetings are only about 20 minutes, but the year 11 meetings are about 45 minutes and the Mm. parents come along because it starts to get a little bit more serious um, when you're choosing your IBs, like I said, because of the the potential effects on your university choice or whatever it is you want to do after school. Yeah, right. So when we go through this um, subject selection process, and you know we've got in mind what we what we like and what we're interested in and what we could maybe see ourselves continuing in the future and i think in in my position i was really privileged to go with what i wanted to do and what interested me 
but I knew that in some of my peers' cases that they were really influenced by their families, let's say, view of what they think that they should do. And um, there was one particular subject where hardly anybody signed up and, you know, I went and asked my friends who were great students in this subject. And I said, why didn't you sign up? And they said, my parents won't let me, you know. And that is sometimes a factor at home. So, you know, what can we do if we're in that tricky situation? And that is a tricky situation. It's <laughs> it's probably one of, yeah, it's probably one of the hardest things that I find from, from myself is trying to navigate all of that. And so I know for teenagers it's absolutely difficult it's really hard to go against you know what your parents want or even against what your friends are doing you know it's really it is it is tricky um I would say to any parent out there you know if you if you have an expectation for your child but your child's heart is not in it whether they do what you want them to do now if their heart is not genuinely in it further down the line, whether it be in a couple of years or five years or 10 years, um, you know, they're not gonna enjoy it and and they're, they're not gonna be happy in it. You know, people, a lot of the time it comes from, well, there's lots of reasons why parents may, you know, have expectations, um, but, you know, people succeed in the things that they want to do. So there are always, you know, mitigating circumstances and you, I can never say sweepingly that, you know, parents have to do this and students have to do, have to do that. But um, I think having really open and honest conversations and, and parents, you know, trusting in their, in their children to, to, to know what is good for them, Mm. um, you know, to a certain extent, I'm sure, you know, um, there, there are times when we all want to take, you know, maybe an easy route or a subject that, um, you're taking just because your friends are taking it. But if you're taking subjects that you enjoy, those are going to be the subjects that you that you flourish in and yeah. that you do well in overall. Um, so yeah, open and honest conversations between families are important. Um, but at the end of the day, it doesn't all, that doesn't always happen. And so I think right now, it's it's really hard to to mess it up completely now. So if you you know if you do end up taking a subject. Um, based on someone else's um, opinion, go with it, do the best that you can, and you yeah. just never know what else you might learn from that subject, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's the content, whether it's, you know, some little bit of research that you had to read for an assignment in that subject, but it takes you down a path to something else, you know? Yeah, well said, <laughs> yeah. Um, and just um, going back to the kind of time frame of all of this, when do these subject selections occur in year nine and 11? Mm-hmm. So the year nines are having their conversations right now. Okay. Um, and so those should probably be finished in a couple of weeks. And then the year 11s will start from next week. Okay. Yeah. Right. Pretty soon then. Yeah. So it happens quite early. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean that there's no um, room to change. Yeah. Um, Mo- Mr. Perkins and Mr. Pearson, the IG and IB coordinators, give students a couple of weeks at the beginning of of year 10 and year 12 to move around if it if it doesn't feel right once they actually start the subject so um I get a lot of worried students saying oh if I choose it now I'm stuck in it forever and it's not the case you can this is a little bit of wiggle room yeah Yeah. I can testify that you can change (laughs) I luckily I think I chose the ones that were right for me the subjects that were right for me and I didn't end up changing but I had many friends who did and they just 
went and saw the head teacher and said, this isn't working for me. And they said, okay, we can, you know, make room and change you around, mm -hmm. you know, and they settled comfortably and finished that subject. So it's very possible. Yeah. It's never too late to change, everybody. <laughs> it's never too late to change. And yeah. You've just got me thinking, actually, you, know, you were saying about some of your friends not being allowed to take certain subjects. Mm. Um, and I think we were also saying, you know, off, off camera that just because you're not studying it in school doesn't mean you can, can't study yeah, it. Yeah, you know? right, so yeah. So a lot of the times um, there are certain subjects that families, you know, they don't think your, your students can make any money in it and they don't think there are any prospects and things like that. Mm. Um, I would say that you learn invaluable skills regardless of the content of the, of the subject. Yeah, of course. Um, and so that's really, in, you know, no matter what you take, I think there are things to learn and they have benefits. But at the same time, if it's, if it's something that you can do outside of the IB curriculum in your spare time or for fun, you know, that's amazing. There's no one stopping you from doing that. Yeah. And to conclude, um, what words of encouragement do you have to the students who are just feeling daunted by this experience? Yeah, I think it can feel daunting because especially in year nine, this is the first time you have been given kind of any choice in your education, yeah, you know? Yeah, definitely. And so um, this is the first time you're being asked, like, what subjects do you actually want to take? And it feels like a really big question. Um, and in some ways it is, it is important. Um, but I would say just enjoy that. Enjoy having um, agency over your, over your learning and over your, the next two years of your schooling. Um, be mature about it. Um, you know, get as much information as you can from, from different friends um, and friends and, and uh, family and teachers. Um, and then, yeah, and just enjoy the process. And also, you know, have comfort in the fact that you can't really mess it up too much, yeah. you know? And okay. even even in the very rare cases that I know of where, you know, potentially someone hasn't uh, met an English criteria or hasn't um, taken higher level maths that they needed for a university or something, there's almost always a workaround. You can take, you know, a summer course, you can do an, an external exam. Um, and so... And so when you're, do, when you're making your decisions, you're doing it based on the information at hand at that time and you're doing the best that you can. And as long, yeah. as, as, long as that's sort of the way that you're going, you can't mess it up too much. Enjoy the journey, enjoy the process. Um, and eventually, you know, it will be okay. Even if it doesn't feel okay in that second, it will be yeah. okay. Just trust your instincts mm -hmm. and um, always rely on the fact that there are so many branches to every tree, so many roads to every highway I guess yeah beautifully yeah. said and yeah. and you're not the only student who's ever gone through this there's been yeah, lots right. of students before you um and you know people find find their different path and their branch yes yeah <laughs> thank you so much Miss Ralsford for joining us and a great conversation we had um we look forward to welcoming you next time to our next podcast next week on a further branch of what do we do after school <laughs> look forward to seeing you next time Thanks, Chloe. Thank you.